everybody. Welcome to another segment of Bookends. He's Jason. This is our buddy Teaser. I'm Chucky. Glad that you're with us. I guess we're going to start with uh, pro basketball, NBA playoffs. Uh, uh, LeBron, I mean, he, he's in Hollywood. I mean, he's definitely up for an Oscar with, with, the, with that job. I mean, that was unbelievable. But, but you look at that shot, and it was just crazy. It was LeBron-esque. You know, he said he was looking at three rims. I mean, that would have been kind of a cool prop. Which one will he, which one will he pick? But anyway, he, uh, he makes the three. They advance. Uh, they're playing the Suns, I think, which is a, a great series. Uh, we talked about Blazers Nuggets, um, Heat Bucks, Knicks Hawks, which is really good. Uh, I'm excited about the NBA playoffs, and we added a new feature uh, coming up, uh, too, for the NBA. Yeah, uh, you know, first addressing kind of the play-in games, I, I thought it was a fantastic format. Uh, I love the 7-8, kind of 9-10 matchup. Yay, sports books, more we, games. You know, we yeah. were coming down the down to the end it was nice to see teams kind of battling for those final positions and positioning themselves to try and play in the uh, try and get out of the seven eight games or trying to find their way in to be the nine ten so I hope that this is a, a feature that uh, the NBA stays with and um, I, I liked how that this played out and hopefully we'll um, see this continue but yeah the matchups are absolutely fantastic you brought it up I, I think the Knicks Hawks series is a, is a really really good. really good series um, Denver Portland I think is a really good series you know we start to see some of the separation from the teams and you, you bring up the Suns and Lakers and talk about uh, you know a two seven series where we have the uh, seven um, as the series leader, but obviously the Lakers. Although some money is coming in on the Suns, yep. we've seen that price kind of drop dramatically in the last twenty four hours. And uh, and the you know the the Clippers uh, maybe you know, throwing a last couple games so that they didn't have uh, the Lakers Clippers uh, right away here. So I think just a great setup for for the NBA playoffs and uh, on both sides. I think obviously we talked about Brooklyn um, having uh, what we. Think think was a distinct advantage in the east but uh some teams have been playing really well on that side and and uh you know whether it's new york or philadelphia um i think that we could see somebody uh, maybe challenge brooklyn as we uh, get to the later in the east but bring up uh, basketball and some new features in basketball we recently added uh by um, two points in uh, NBA sides and total. So um, those of you who are familiar with buying points, you could buy a half a point um, for minus $1.20 or you could buy a full point for minus $1.30. Well, as of today, you can now boy- buy a point and a half minus $1.40 or buy two points for minus $1.50. So this is just adding to the uh, ability to buy points, adding to your menu, and uh, you can add it um, both from a straight bet standpoint and a parlay standpoint. So we hold that uh, new feature that uh, you like to play. And if you're on the app itself, you just hit that buy points and you'll see um, a half, one, one and a half, and two uh, pop right up on your app. So it's really easy um, to make your bet or uh, add it to your parlay. Yeah, I think it's really a cool feature, especially in the playoffs where you've got a a lot of kind of tighter numbers that maybe that extra point, point and a half or two points becomes uh, vital. I think you look at the playoffs and I think Brooklyn, of course, everyone's thinking uh, from the time the season started that it could be a a Brooklyn Lakers series. But when you look at the three stars on Brooklyn, they only played eight games together this year. So health really is an issue for them. We know the Lakers down the stretch with uh, with LeBron and Davis weren't healthy. Just kind of interesting to see now what it's going to take these teams to get to the NBA Finals since they haven't been healthy all year and maybe they don't have that same camaraderie with each other because they've missed so much time. But but I think this year, more than the last several years, there is so much more parity in the NBA playoffs than we've seen in the past. They're not even talking about the Bucks right now in the Eastern Conference, and maybe that's a good thing for them. Uh, they, they didn't really play well when they were in that role as the number one, so maybe that's a good thing for Milwaukee, but it wouldn't surprise me to see a non-Lakers-Brooklyn series uh, for the NBA Finals. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd bet the no. I would um, too. I, I think that uh, we're going to see some craziness craziness as we um, get through these playoffs. And Brooklyn, from the standpoint of you know getting to watch some of the final games down the stretch, um, when those guys three when those three guys are on the floor, even, heck, even two of those guys are on the floor, just the ability to elevate I- those totals a little bit. Uh, when isolation on the floor, right? and and what they can do, they're they're just a matchup nightmare. They are. Um, you know when they when they spread the floor and and uh, you know let those guys create on their own and, and are able to dish off to you know guys that are standing wide open for three and then they're you know they're role players uh, when they do their job. Um, Brooklyn's going to be tough to beat, but yeah, I, I'd have to take the no. I think I would too. I think that we're going to see um, some some good basketball. Yeah, I was a little bit surprised in the um, the totals um, as we looked at the play-in games. Uh, some of those games went flying <laughs> over. Um, you know, and that that's been a theme kind of as we've. Um, entered COVID and come out of COVID again continuing to see the uh, points being scored like crazy and uh, the, the guys but again that's today's NBA these guys are just uh, incredible shooters and um, the three-pointers uh, flow like rain and uh, we'll, we'll see if, uh, if uh, Steph can continue his um, great shooting as uh, as the playoffs go on with the Warriors here as well. And don't forget, with the NBA playoffs, there's so many props up for, for all these games. Uh, everything's on the app as well. So it just kind of adds a, another element to be able to bet NBA and all the in-play uh, as well throughout the course of the game. Yeah, games. and one of the things I've had the team really focus on is uh, adding team totals. Um, so you'll see both uh, in our NBA and our NHL um, and coming soon to Major League Baseball um, having uh, over-under team totals. Right. Meaning, so you know if the Lakers are playing, you can bet over-under the Lakers' total points or over-under the Suns' total points. And uh, so we've had that as part of our prop menu um, on nights games and certain games but uh, you'll see all the NBA games will have team totals on every team um, all the hockey games moving forward and um, as we get through these playoffs you'll start to see that that uh, prop added to baseball where you can bet the over under runs by team each day yeah I love all the expanded stuff that we've, we've added to the overall wagering menu we're going to jump to the ice now and hey VGK is up <laughs> 2-1 um, it hasn't been easy uh, Fleury has played phenomenal uh, I think we talked about it off air. I mean, maybe the wind is out of that sail a little bit for Minnesota. Actually, you know, they thought they had a 3-0 lead. It, you know, offside, it's 2-0. The Knights come back with a 5 unanswered. Um, this team's still playing without Pacioretty. I thought when you go back to Game 2, um, when Marsha Shaw made that, when scored 18 seconds after uh, Minnesota took the lead, I think it changed the whole series. I think it just kind of made them relax a little bit more. It, it gave them some confidence, and you could just see this team. They were faster on the ice. Uh, had a, you know, 5, 10, 15 minutes gone by, or the period gone by, I think they would have been squeezing that stick. But the fact that they scored so quickly, I think, changed that entire series. Yeah, and I actually got to go to the, the game on uh, Tuesday night, and um we kept kind of watching, and, and they were trying to be so pretty. Everything was passed and set this up, and, and not a lot of shots, but a lot of just trying to set stuff up, looking for that perfect Stanley shot. Stanley Cup, though, it's all about grittiness a lot yep. in the playoffs, oh, more than pretty. Yeah, we've seen that right. uh, in some of these other series. But get back to the Knights of they kind of, after that Marshall goal, just started to throw the puck at the net. And then we saw that really um, last night in Minnesota where, you know, just get the puck at the net, get more bodies in front of the net, kind of a, a different uh, style of, you know, shoot first rather than look to pass first. And so um, we'll see if, uh, you know, this continues. Uh, Minnesota's not going to go away uh, quietly. This is a team that's going to battle. Um, veteran they still won the season team. series against yep. the Knights, so. And, uh, you know, outside of the night series, it's been absolutely fantastic. Uh, talking about uh, Pittsburgh and the Islanders, talking about grittiness and a, a nasty series of two teams that really don't like each other. And you're seeing the scrums after uh, every whistle. Um, we've seen three overtime games and a double overtime game between Boston and, and uh, Washington. Um, I told you that the 
the up north, the <laughs> Canadian right. series, we're going to be anything can happen. And sure enough, uh, we come out of the box with uh, Winnipeg, Winnipeg Both pulling dogs the upset winning, yep. over Edmonton and Montreal pulling the upset over Toronto. And, um, you know, we've probably got some injury. Um, Tavares is going to be uh, He's probably going to miss the series, it looks like. Of that Toronto yep. series. They're still, gonna, they're still the favorite in the series. But I said, nothing would surprise me in that uh, in that series up north. And the other, you know, Car- uh, Colorado's taking an early position over St. Louis, um, as we expected. Carolina's doing what they're supposed to do against Nashville. Um, the Florida-Tampa that series. That Tampa-Florida series is yeah, phenomenal. It's got uh, lighting yeah. up the lamp. Again, that scoreboard operator, uh, you know, keep hitting those buttons. Uh, um, and and uh, I don't know if that's good for either of those teams the way they're playing, though, because as that goes on, they're going to have to find some defense uh, going up against the rest of that Eastern Conference. So playing those high-scoring games down there is not going to bode well um, if that's how they think they're going to win uh, throughout the rest of that Eastern right. Conference. I, I think so many games have been so close, and it goes back to what we talked about. It's the familiarity that they played each other eight times during the regular season. Teams kind of finished against each other and then had to meet in the playoffs. There's that era of chippiness. Um, you know, a little surprised, though, as we talked about up north, um, this is the first time since 1979 that two original six teams, uh, Toronto and Montreal, have faced each other in the playoffs. Uh, Tavares is probably going to be out right now, but Toronto is the better team. We'll see how that kind of kind of plays out. Carey Price played played good after coming back from doing a, a rehab stint, but Connor McDavid and Drysaddle they, they have to get past that opening round of the playoffs. They just they lost last year to Chicago. And now they're down to Winnipeg. So they yeah. score a lot, but it's a different animal in the playoffs because of that grittiness. I look for both those teams that are down 1-0 in the north uh, to bounce back and win the second game. I, I, I said it before, you know, the, the key to Edmonton is is uh, staying off the power play if you're the you know the opposing team and and you have a chance to to play in the game if you can play five on five against the Oilers if you uh, take bad penalties or put yourself in the penalty box Edmonton's going to beat you up and so Winnipeg did a good job of staying out of the box in game one um, and and that goes well for almost most teams in the NHL if you can find a way to not uh, commit bad penalties uh, you're going to do well and that's where Florida's been getting themselves yep. in trouble against Tampa um, you know taking those penalties and uh, putting fun Tampa series on the power to watch play. though um, but it, you know it's it's tough because that grittiness and that chippiness causes you to try and go hit guys and, and put yourself in, in potentially bad defensive positions because you're trying to go make There's these big hits. There's way more bad these blood. Big you hits. played yeah. each other eight times. I mean, that's unheard of. No, it's uh, it's made for awesome hockey, and uh, I think we're in for a treat as we continue on in these uh, NHL playoffs. And you touched on it for the NBA. Uh, same thing with the NHL as far as props go. I mean, you can bet first period, second period, third period, um, puck line, reverse puck line, uh, the three-way, where you can bet the game to be tied now um, at, at the end of regular going into overtime and so many different props on the board as well especially for games that involve the Knights just that wagering menu is so expanded gang you got to check it out either in the book or of course uh, with STN Mobile yep yeah I think on the Knights games we've had uh, up to 10 guys uh, will they score a goal so a lot of opportunities to uh, pick out your favorite players even uh, wild players we've had up so uh, not just the Knights but uh, everything in the Knights game those uh, those props are uh, vast and available for wagering it's awesome I mean this is such a fun time of year for us with both the NBA and NHL playoffs starting and you have baseball uh, six no hitters so far this year I'm mad we didn't have some sort of a no hitter prop up um, it's kind of unheard of I mean they talk about that this is the kind of the dead ball era right now a lot more strikeouts low scoring games 
Uh, we see the Giants put up, you know, 18 runs this week, um, but there is has been a lot of no-hitters, and, and pitchers are kind of dominating right now. Baseball is starting to right-side itself a little bit. You look out west, and Dodgers, Padres, Giants playing well. Mets with, you know, their big offseason acquisitions should get DeGrom back soon, uh, lead their division. Tampa's red hot right now, um, but starting to kind of standardize a little bit, but uh, it's great having all these sports going on at the same time. Well, it's not been it's not been great on our side of the counter in baseball. Uh, it was the first month. From, uh, from a baseball yeah. standpoint, uh, the the betting public and the guests have been doing really, really well. Um, in particular, um, you know, of late, uh, you talked about uh, here on the West Coast of, of watching uh, the Giants, the Padres, um, and the and the Dodgers. Um, I think that they're all on a five-game win streak, a six-game win streak, yep, all and win a five-game yep. win streak. And um, unfortunately, at the bottom of that division, we wa- watch the Rockies and Diamondbacks. I think they're both on, on five-game yep. losing streaks. I think, I think I saw a stat yesterday that the Diamondbacks have scored two runs or less in 12 of their last 16 games, um, going back to you right. know seeing the no-hitters and, and low-scoring runs. So um, the, the betters are, are finding their, their way of taking these good teams and picking on the bad teams, um, and that's kind of always the way it is for us in baseball. Yeah. So Giants um, just swept Cincinnati. Tampa, yeah. I think, has won seven games as well in a row, so you're right. The, They're the, looking the, at those the good teams. Yankees beat the, after the no-hitter, then... Uh, Herman came out and had another great game against the Rangers. So, um, the you know the from the on the book side of things, if, if we don't get the uh, Rockies and Diamondbacks and Pirates and Rangers to start winning some games, uh, the, they're going to continue to cash tickets on the other side. And um, so, uh, been cashing their baseball tickets and and uh, betting a lot more basketball and hockey, which have been a little bit uh, better for us on that side. But as we continue to move in these playoffs and move on with baseball, again, a lot of opportunities um, to make money out there on the betting uh, wagering well, menu. Well, I think we talked about it um, at the end of the first month of baseball that it was kind of a uh, more of a 50-50 split and underdogs were coming in. Usually baseball favorites hitting that 61 to, to 63% clip, but it was really 50-50, which was good for us. And I think we said it on, on one of these segments is that at the end of August, if it's still a 50-50 clip, we're going to be happy campers from our, our side of the camp, counter, but it really has changed a little bit where favorites are coming in at a, at a little bit of a higher clip. Yeah, and again on, on the run line, the key is when, when right. those big favorites cover the run line, um, that normally does a lot more kind damage. Of like Puck line, as uh, you know, the the getting that big plus price out there on the run line. So adding that to the parlays, and so when the uh, the evening games come in, and the Dodgers cover the run line, and the Padres cover the run line, um, lots of uh, lots of tickets be getting cashed. Yep, absolutely, uh, I know. The last couple segments we touched on pro football a little bit, and we did. We put up a pro football prop yesterday. Uh, who's kind of the most polarizing guy that everybody's talking about right now? It's Tim Tebow. He actually signed his contract with the Jags. We don't know for sure what's going to happen. He's going to be a tight end. They're already selling his jerseys. It's a hot selling jersey. So we capitalized on it. We put a prop up. Uh, Tim Tebow over under two and a half touchdowns. Now it's only receiving, rushing, or special teams touchdowns. Uh, last year the Jags, all their tight ends combined, only had two TDs. Both were by uh, uh, Tyler Eifert. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how Urban Meyer is going to use him. But uh, a, a lot of chatter and a lot of interest on this prop so far for Tim Tebow. Yeah, and one of the, you know, the, the, he still has to make the team Correct. Uh, and, and play on the field. So our prop has a disclaimer that he must play in week one. So if he plays in week one, um, you've got action on the prop. Put the t- uh, touchdown total up at two and a half. We've got a little bit of mon- money on the under. Um, I truly believe he will He will make the team. He's going to play for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think Urban Meyer um, is doing this as a, a gimmick or, or something like that to try and draw uh, attention to themselves down in Jacksonville. They've got the number one quarterback. They've got, uh, you know, a, a way to... So there's no quarterback controversy, right? No, no but, I, I but I think that there is... 
when you talk about what is the value of Tim Tebow coming into a, a program, I mean, right. he hasn't played the NFL since 2012, wow. so we're sitting nine years away from this guy. You know, he's playing some baseball and doing some other stuff. It's been nine years since he stepped on an NFL field, so how the heck is he going to score three touchdowns to, to get an over? Um, but, you know, well, Urban he played. He played 14 games, and in those 14 games that he, he started at quarterback, he had 12 rushing touchdowns, so he might be used in that way. Yeah, well, we know Urban Meyer. I mean, he, Urban Meyer wouldn't be signing him unless he had an idea of what right. he was trying to accomplish here. And obviously, they talk about he's going to be a great locker room guy. He's an, you know, obviously a, an older guy that can, can take these young kids, put them on, under his wing, and kind of help them through some of that type of stuff. And he's a good character guy. But I think that he's still got a great body that can come in on those goal lines, um, You know, whether it's at tight end or whether he becomes – like we've seen the Saints use right. Taysom Hill, um, kind of a jack of all trades. You can line up at running back, line up at tight end, go under quarterback. I mean, quarterback, right. you have a young uh, running back in ETN. You have a young running back in James Robinson that's down there, and so they don't really have that. Uh, Robinson was fantastic yet last year around the goal line, but they don't have that typical big bruising they goal have line. Young back. receivers too, and DJ yeah. Chark and, and uh, Chenault. So they have young receivers as well. So he might be that veteran guy that can kind of help that offense a it, lot. It wouldn't be. It would not surprise me at all if. If, if if he's in a ton of two point conversion packages and some interesting stuff there, I'm taking the over. And and they use him around the goal line, you know, as long as he makes the team. So again, that's why the the disclaimer is there that he must play week one. Um, but I think this is a it's a definitely a cool prop. I, I agree. I think I think it's fun to put stuff up like that. And he really draw drew so much attention yesterday uh, after we put it up. We got a lot of people talking about it, a lot of media coverage, which was pretty cool. So look for more stuff like that. Um, this time of year is so great. You got the PGA going on. You've got uh, NBA and NHL playoffs, you've got baseball, just so many things to talk about right now. It's such a great time as we talk about every week. Get signed up for STN Mobile. We've got up to that $100 bonus going on right now for a $50 deposit. You get one of those cool hats that Teaser's wearing. So a lot of cool stuff going on right now in the books. We love when you guys come out. We've added extra kiosks, so skip the line at all of our properties, including the, the Wildfire brand and the El Cortez. We know it gets a little bit hectic in the books sometimes. Kiosks are, are open longer than our books are open, so it's a great opportunity for you to make your bets. You can even make STN Sports deposits on the kiosk right now. So a lot of cool features going on. Yeah, the other thing as we approach this weekend, uh, we talk about uh, the growth of MMA and UFC. We've got a great fight night coming up. Uh, Garbrandt and Font are uh, headlining a card this Saturday. So again, a, a nice card of uh, UFC and, and uh, it's kind of have a, have fights every weekend. Um, so continue to check them at MMA because that's another spot where we've really been In progress, expanding, added, expanding yep. the menu and, and doing a lot more stuff um, from our MMA menu, from a prop standpoint, round standpoint, and we added uh, in progress to the last uh, um, UFC card. And so uh, probably on those those main events, um, look for the uh, odds to pop up on your UFC in progress uh, between rounds. Yeah, it's always fun to put all this stuff up and kind of expand the menu and try new things. And they've all been received really well by the guests. So it's always a great segment. Again, a lot going on, guys. We'll see you next week on another segment of Bookends.